Welcome to Sassholes, a show dedicated to issues within the software as a service industry. Jamie, Jason, and Pete have a combined rounded up 100 years of making mistakes, but this show, we are going to be at 99 because we don't have <laughs> that anchor on our neck, Jamie Carney. Anyways, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Today, we're going to talk about marketing, marketing emails, and monetizing a brand like Sassholes. We could use everybody's opinion on that. But before we get to it, uh, Jason, we have a, an ad, of course. This episode, oh, yeah, we do. Bro- oh, yeah. That, this episode is brought to you by NeuroNoodle. Hey, athletes, get a doodle of your noodle, which is a brain map. Before the season starts, so you have a baseline to compare it to, uh, you get a physical every year, right? Well, get a brain checkup now before the season starts. Visit neuronoodle.com. See how that flows smoothly, Ferrara? It's beautiful. You, you know, it it rolls off your tongue, and the process is just beautiful. Is there is there a special? If I if I were to call Neuronoodle, I were to mention Sassholes. Do I? Is there is there some benefit just don't, to that? Just just don't name Carney. Yeah, you mentioned Sassholes. You'll get the special Ferrara discount today only. That's right. Fifty percent right. off your Neuronoodle oh. pen. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's how you monetize a website right there. Oh, that's how you do it right there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, hey, hey, Ferrara. Yeah, Pete. What do you call a pudgy psychic? Uh, pudgy, I don't know. What do you call a pudgy psychic? A fortune teller. <laughs> See how I did that? <laughs> See how more amusing things are? <laughs> Again, I'll say I I knew it was coming. Still funnier. Your delivery is funnier than my my reading. (laughs) Timing. You know, I don't know why the show is flowing a lot better. I I don't know, but uh, the users are definitely picking up. Uh, A couple shout outs here. Bethany Burgess, three years at Salesforce. Way to go, Bethany. Nice. Caroline Seelis, two years at C2. Two years. I wonder if it's uh, three years will be C3. Both of them start off in sales for our back in the day. Yeah. You got, That's you where all the good people there? start. Where all the good people start, right? Uh, you know, I saw on LinkedIn where uh, my old colleague, Carolyn Calzavera, is now um, an adjunct professor. So I'm assuming she's teaching marketing and marketing and sales. Uh, fun to see that update. She's great people. So uh, real happy for her. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, jobs, uh, the unemployment claims came out a little bit hot, a little bit hot. I think it was like 400 or so, 400,000 or so, and they were looking for 380. So not horrible. Not horrible. Yeah. Uh, any deaths? I was really hoping you had a couple I, for us. Yeah, so was I. I've been really combing the uh, uh, recent obituaries and have not come up with any uh, notable deaths although you know theoretically every death is notable but none that is, none that we that want to talk correct. about on this that is correct. okay so for our since we have just you and me and uh your your car there yeah. um i love your office yeah sit in the car do you put Thanks. a potted plant in there or no let me tell you what my office has no i pay no rent on this office that is Very nice 
I think you should put a whiteboard uh, behind you or something so you could turn around and, and draw on it. I think it'd be great. But, Farrar, we're coming on about one year on the show. Yeah. And when this show started, I said, you know what? We're going to share our content with everybody. And after a period of time, I think we got to put a tip jar up or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or figure out a way to make a couple bucks. Not a killing, you know, but, you know, something to – to feed the ego, to show, you know, the appreciation. Sure, sure. So you're the marketing guy, okay? Uh More marketing Uh than me. Uh, I'm thinking about starting an email for sassholes, you know, just to pump out uh, a a type of publication. Sure. And it got got me thinking about how do you start a drip campaign? What is a drip campaign? We've talked about it in past shows. But I'm just asking your advice, how you think we should get something going for, for this podcast. Yeah, no, it's a good, um, this is a great topic because, you know, you can, I think the challenge with podcasts is they start off because they're someone's passion project. Um, you start enjoying them and they're a lot more challenging. And so you do, you want to make more out of the, out of the podcast. And, and I, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm God's gift of monetizing podcasts, but you definitely create an enormous amount of content that you can, that you can work through. So, so first of all, your question is, what's the drip campaign? I mean, I, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't particularly like to call, I call them nurturing campaigns, mainly nurturing. I think drip campaigns. Yeah. Drip campaigns make it sound like you need a shot of penicillin. So um, what that really is about to me, because so I think, first of all, let me cover the the dirty little secret about marketing, which is email marketing still works. And I don't care how many videos you watch saying it doesn't and how many yeah. people tell you it doesn't. It still does. Uh, people still receive email. People still read it. People still take action. However, okay. it's got to be relevant. Right. Yeah. It's got to be meaningful to their life. Uh, drip campaign would be a series of relevant communications to your audience, a very targeted audience, asking them to take action. So right. Somebody so you can si- share. Somebody that signs up, hey, thank you for signing up. An email that says thanking them, right? Yeah. And then, and then I think, you know, the concept of the email w- is the same concept as the show. Like yeah. we're sharing, we're sharing failure, we're sharing success, we're talking to people who are interesting and have outlooks on the world that they, someone might benefit from. And so the value in the podcast also has to be the value in the email. Yeah. So, and, and maybe it's even easier to add value in the email where you can go into multiple things that you might not be able to go into on a podcast. So it could be a sequence of communication that says, thanks for listening to Sassholes and signing up. That's your number one thing. Just thank you for doing that. Over the yeah. course of uh, X period, you'll experience something. And then, you know, the next communication is, here's the list of upcoming episodes. Please like, please take action here. It can be very light. I would recommend a, you know, you do a really good job of splicing these into short videos for LinkedIn. Yeah. Creating a document that says, you know, we've done this, uh, whatever, 100 shows, 200 shows. Here are the top 10 things that we got from the show. We'd like to send that to you. Right. If you'd like it, let me know. Respond here. Fill out this little form and let me know. And now you're building a list, not only of future show topics, but 
of people who are followers of your brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then when you get followers of your brand, you decide what to do with those followers of your brand. You can't just keep them in a big database and not do anything with them. You want to get them involved and getting them involved is soliciting their opinion or sending them beneficial information, even having them on like, listen, Hey Pete, I'm a success, a sasshole success story. I want to come on your show. Now you're, you're involving your audience. Right, all right. from a sequence of email communication. And you got to be organized with that email, right? Uh, uh, constant contact is my favorite. You got to get yep. some type of program. Salesforce has something. But you need, you need, um, uh, you need some type of organization, right? Because you, you have to... You do. You can't manage it in a spreadsheet. No way. Yeah. No. So you got to no get way. that going. So... Thank them. Get how many uh, emails do you do to start? You think? I, yeah, I you know that is really. I think it's up to your preference. I mean, I think if you if you think about your audience and how much communication you, this audience gets, if you send somebody something every week, they're probably going to be like, I can't deal yeah. with that. I'm going to unsubscribe. Yeah. Maybe it's once a month and you see what that engagement is and you say, oh, the engagement's pretty low. Maybe you do every three weeks. There's a little bit of an experimentation there and that's okay. Um, rather, I'd rather start slow and pick it up than bombard somebody and have somebody say, I can't handle this much. All right. So once a month, we'll put, put something on here. All right. Yeah, got it. And you could, you could do a sequence of, you know, let's say you plan a sequence of 10 things, but it's sort of like forecasting, you know? Hey, Pete, yeah. forecast the next year. You're like, give me a break. I can't forecast the next month necessarily. So so build out a forecast, but keep it um, agile so you can say, well, 10 sounded right when we first did this, but really it's five because I've just seen people, how they're engaging. And well, I don't have to do that much, you know, to, right. to get the message right. out there. So it's experimentation then, for sure. And then... Uh... You know, the click rates, open rates, and, and whatnot, depending on what your industry is, it could vary. But that's why you're organized when you have something like Constant Contact that could kind of say, this is what your average has been. Uh, here's A-B studies. What are, What is A-B studies? Or yeah, a- I mean, A-B is a testing, it's a testing thing, right? It really basically says you're going to send two forms of the same thing. You're going to send an a and you're going to send a B. You're going to segment your list by A and B, send them, and see which one performs better, A or B. Now, you can get really, really scientific. I'm giving a very simple um, description. You could do right, right. A, B, C. You know, some, some, some email products that you use uh, will facilitate that for you. They'll have A, B test uh, capability in the software. So you just load it up and you say, here's my list. Hey, email software, split it up for me. Um, you know, the, the product we would use to A-B test a landing page, and there are a lot of products to do that too. You can yeah. load up multiple landing pages and have that product based on traffic. It will dynamically start serving the winning, the winning test. Winning so yeah. you don't have to monitor it as closely. Um, but the other thing you mentioned about, about uh, click rates and, and open rates and stuff like this, you know, your open rate's going to be low. Your click rate's going to be low. Like we're talking 
single digit percentages. Yeah. Um, and that and could be, that could be high. Be sad. You'll be, it could be high. Right. And you'll, and you'll do all this work and you'll say, what the hell? 2%. I'm doing all this work for 2%. Well, that's just the way it is. You know, it just takes a lot, it takes a lot of activity, but, but something like SAS holes, you know, I think the real opportunity here with SAS holes, Pete is, Every single person I've talked to about this podcast or that has come on the podcast and you have the same exact response, I guarantee it is they yeah. love the name. So there's something catchy about this brand that people want to be attached to. I mean, shit, you could print up a T-shirt and yeah. make that an offer. And now you're starting to build this brand and potentially monetize the podcast because you build the brand and, and send it places. You know, those are other opportunities you've got too. The content is also the the name. Well, well, hopefully the content content keeps them coming back. You know, it's to, to monetize. So you got the email going out to keep in front of the people, and then you have to figure either if you don't have the numbers and distribution, then you have to have the 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 type of people that are listening to this show, the quality of it, quality because you, right. co- you can't do a cost you can't do a cost per thousand. I mean, that's a numbers game that you can't win in the early going, you know, but we can't say the people that are listening are in the SaaS SaaS business and, you know, their managers, CEO, C-level and whatnot. How would you segment it out there, Mr. Mark? You got a pretty, um, well, I think, you know, that if you think about the ideal customer, we've always talked about the ideal customer being someone early in their management career or even more early in their sales management career. So, you know, one of the things you could do with your LinkedIn advertising is you go to LinkedIn and you say, okay, I want to, I want to advertise SaaS holes a little bit more to my ideal customers to try to get more listeners. Right. And so you can segment out by business and by title and a whole bunch of different ways in in LinkedIn and other profiles um, to, to advertise the, the, the podcast to them. And that's how I would start segmenting it, right? You want to identify your ideal customers and figure out where those people are. Um, you can do that too through email, right? So, you know, one of the things you can do is like go on your LinkedIn page and you can say, Hey, I want to, we're starting to build a list to share content, come sign up for the, you know, SAS holes list. People can come to a form. They give you their name. They can give you their title and you'll start seeing pretty quickly what those titles are. And um, the types of people who are listening to the show. Now, that's not perfect. It's what a friend of mine used to call mother-in-law research. You know, it's more directional than it is scientific, but um, it will really help in terms of who's listening. What do these types of people want? Am I really hitting that audience? And at the beginning, we were talking about putting up a tip jar. To me, tip jar is uh, Patreon, right? Artists uh, to receive compensation for... Yeah. For the content, hey, if you like it, you know, five bucks a month, a dollar a month, you know, or whatever. A, a pittance, a pittance. It's not so much yeah. to make a killing doing this, but it's sort of like, hey, that was a good show. Look, look who donated, you know, for for that show. That must have been pretty good content. Any, yeah, any thoughts would... on Patreon? Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a brilliant way to go. It's like it's like crowdsourcing. It's like you know, trying to raise money for a new product, that kind of thing. My, my, the, my point about what you just said, though, is you, there needs to be a reason for someone to give you money. So they've got to get some value out of it. And so it's not just 
if you like the show, pay me a dollar. Um, it's really, if, if you want this content, so they get the, the public, you know, the public radio, the public TV, like, Hey, it costs money to run this show. We got to afford it some way. So pay me if you like the show, or, you know, if you become a part of this, you know, if you become a client of the show, here's what you get on a regular basis. And, and that's valuable content that you'll only send to those people who become clients. Right. Yeah. So there are a couple of different models you can use, but it definitely needs to be what's the value that I'm getting. Cause people are going to pay. They're not going to just right, right. give you money because they like you. Well, they're yeah. going to want the content first. So early access yeah. to what we know. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. or coming on the show. Right. Right. And you know, right. the other thing I think it's worthwhile mentioning is there are lots of, podcasting hosting services and those services can facilitate advertising both SaaS holes advertising elsewhere and other companies advertising on SaaS holes. and so if you get to the point where you say i want to try this but i don't really feel like spending the time myself somebody's going to do this better than i'm going to do it you know my our skill may be content not advertising so right. there are services you can use that will go out and source that advertising and put it into automatic automatically put it into your podcast. So you really don't have to think about anything. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Me. See, that's why you're part of the show. You got you got the marketing mind. So <laughs> so so emails and ways to get compensated. It's going to take a while to get the advertising going because you need numbers. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, we we got a nice crowd here, but it's you know it's gonna it's gonna take take a while. You're only as good as the guests that you bring on and the content that you have, yeah. like you said. You know what are p- people willing to pay for? They're gonna willing to pay for. Hey, what are the stories of the things that you did wrong in the past that you wish you wouldn't do again, so somebody doesn't repeat it? So they're paying for the history. Yep, they're paying for the the guest history, and they can probably get maybe. Uh, you know, the sasshole meeting of the month where we get the meeting of all the other sassholes together and they have a little round robin discussion. That could be something. Yeah, okay. I think that would be great. Like if you listen to if you if you look at the last well, the last Tim Ferriss book I know about called Tools of yeah. Titans, I mean it really is transcriptions from the people he's had on his podcast, and he turned that into a book. And that's incredible monetization of this. And you know, there's so much value in the content you've got, and people will be willing to pay for that content because it's helpful. Actually, when Jamie's not here, go ahead and that out. <laughs> right now, right now he's he's riding the Batman thing. I've got a <laughs> belly full of frozen coke, and he's just riding that Batman ride. Remember those giant cigars they used to have at Great America, and the huge oh. pencils. Oh, that, that's what I was saying. The huge pencils, man. That those things. <laughs> You could beat somebody to death with those. I know. You could stab a vampire with that. It's huge. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Farrar, I think that'll do it on our marketing segment here. We'll throw that out there. Just for for giggles, I'm going to throw something on Patreon here and see what comes in, and we'll share our our experiences here as we try to grow this thing. Okay. All right, uh, Ferrara, thanks for showing up. Uh, Carney, thank you for thank you for not being here. And then we thank you for listening to the Sassholes. On behalf of Jason and myself, and somewhat Carney, 
We thank you for listening and ask you to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. See, we're asking somebody to do something there for our That's right. Smash That's right. that like Call button on Facebook. Yep. Instagram and follow us on Twitter. And then, you know what? Throw a buck in the tip jar. Check out that Patreon link. We don't even know how it works. I don't even know how to cash it in. But if you like us at all, any time in the past, throw a buck in there. Tip your bartenders and waitresses. Cue the music. Pete. Jason. Oh, Guess yeah. where I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Special podcast. <laughs> How many phone books are you sitting on? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, the old car here is really nice. You want to shit in the back. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man.